0: See without my eyes The first time that you
1: kissed me Boundless by the time I cried I built your walls around
0: yes. Hello and welcome back to Small Screens Film Club hosted at London Fields Radio in the lovely Wilton Way Café in East London. So today I am joined once again by my lovely co-host Alessia. Yeah.
1: Once again, every day, every time. Well,
0: you're my co-host. You know, some weeks you aren't here, other weeks you are. Yeah. I think there were two shows when you weren't here.
1: Yeah, well, they're horror-related. Yeah. So.
0: Exactly. It wasn't really your your scene. Not my thing. But this week, so it's uh, Oscar season, so we thought we might cover some of the Oscar movies we've seen, or the Oscar-nominated movies we've seen.
1: Talk about them and then
0: in this kind of maybe in the next few weeks we might go over some of them before the oscars actually hit but this week we decided to watch uh, a film that's been in many people's top films of 2017 lists Uh, it wasn't in ours
1: no but we didn't see but we hadn't seen it
0: yeah we hadn't seen it in 2017 so the Mm -hmm. film is called call me by your name
1: i never even heard of the battle of piave battle of piave is one of the most lethal battles in world war one
0: 170,000 people die. Is there anything you don't know? I know nothing, Oliver.
1: Well, you seem to know more than anybody else around here. Well, if you only knew how little I know about the things that matter. What things that matter? You know what things. Why are you telling me this? Because I thought you should know. Because you thought I should know? Because I wanted you to know. Because I wanted you to know.
0: Because I wanted you to know. know. And um, this... It's directed by an Italian director, yeah. so I'm going to let you. I'm going to s- try and pronounce his name properly, and then you'll s- you'll say it properly after me, because of course you are Italian. Yeah. So is it Luca Guadagnino?
1: No. <laughs> no. Luca Guadagnino.
0: Guadagnino. Gu-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> say it again.
1: Guadagnino.
0: Okay, I can't say that.
1: Well, I said it. So yeah, it's you fun. said it. So
0: so that we had someone on the show that could say it properly. So this um, it's based on a on a story of the on a, on a novel of the same ni- name by uh, Andre Eichmann I think or Ack Ackman. Gosh, such I'm a so bad, bad with, names, with today. names today. Yeah, but it's difficult. And uh, so <laughs> it's set in in the 80s in 1983, mm. and it's the story is set in, in northern Italy, and it's the story of a 17 year old boy called Elio who begins uh, a relationship with um, a, bo- a man, well, a man called Oliver, played by Army Hammer. A young, Hammer, man. A young man. So he comes into their lovely home in Northern Italy and he's his um, kind of father's assistant. So I'm not quite sure what the father does. He's a researcher. I think his father.
1: I think he's a um, pale- paleontologist. Archeologist. Yeah, an archeologist.
0: And uh, they begin a relationship and this is all, all new for well, I, I kind of both of them, I think, I think but especially teenager. Elio, the teenager. And uh, so they basically bond over common themes, and then they eventually have this, what's described as a beautiful relationship. And it's kind mm. of uh, it's a movie of self-discovery as well for yeah. Elio, and um, and a lot of Coming
1: on, on age or whatever. Sorry coming of
0: age. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the way to describe it. A coming of age story. And um, it's got... So uh, Elio is played by Timothée Chalamet, who is a French-American actor, and he's been nominated for an Oscar uh, yeah. for Best Actor. Army Hammer hasn't been nominated for an Oscar. Listen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well...
0: So that, that that's the preamble. Yeah, so that's on. that's the movie in a nutshell. Um, it's it's had, as I said before, a lot of praise. People have loved this movie. It was it was first shown at Sundance last year and was the kind of darling movie of the of the events. People absolutely loved it, and mm. there were lots of rave reviews about it. And people are still raving about it now. Mm. We probably will rave about it. Of I think
1: a tiny
0: bit, a tiny bit. There there are certain elements of it that we didn't like as much, but um, yeah. I think. Spoilers. Overall, we like the movie. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've been listening to this show for a while now, which you probably have, I don't know, uh, you'd know that we discuss we discuss the movie in its entirety because it's like a book club just with films, and um, so there will be spoilers.
1: Oh yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: there will be spoilers. But then again, I don't really think this is a movie you can spoil. No, there, I
1: don't think that it's more important to see it because it's, you know the way it the, makes- yeah the way it's made and yeah. And no. everything, but I don't think it's very important to. It's not like, oh my god, the twist in this on the, order the end. It's not, yeah, it's not that kind of yeah, film. It's not uh, that kind of film. It's very
0: much a, a film about emotion and, and the way emotion. it makes you feel. And uh, it's, I think, first of all, first off, I'm going to say it's a beautiful movie. Yeah. It's just full of color. I mean, any movie set in the summer in Italy yeah. is going to be beautiful.
1: Yeah, very so. good, very, very good setting. Is, it, is that in Crema?
0: With, ah, um, so, yeah. Well, I said Northern yeah. Italy.
1: It's Northern Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a small city, she, and um, the countryside looks quite incre- like looks really nice. And I, I don't know, it has like the summer feel. You know, it's just you can quite s- smell it when you watch it, and it's really nice. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think it's really nice for the for the director because is well, I mean, he's not a new director, but he hasn't like kind of like have he didn't have that big hit yet uh, he did some documentaries that were quite praised but yeah it, this is the big hit for him so it's quite nice um, it,
0: he did he directed a movie called uh, a bigger splash which was kind of his Do you think before that's the that hit he, sorry
1: it's not quite a hit though
0: no, it was. It, I mean, if you look at the, uh, the cast list, it's got an incredible cast list. It's got like Tilda Swinton in it, Ray Fiennes, Dakota Johnson. Yeah,
1: but it got yeah. an Oscars nomination. No, for it this didn't, one. but
0: it, it was very well received that year. And it's another one that's kind of set, it's set in Italy. And yeah. it's, it's, it looks quite similar as well. It's, um,
1: I think it's not completely Italian. I think it's half Algerian.
0: That film? Him. Oh, The him. director. Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. But yeah. So he's, he's becoming more and more well-known. Apparently, I'm just looking at the IMDb page, and there's a Call Me By Your Name sequel that he's oh going God. to do announced, which uh, I don't know where they can go with that. Yeah. But interestingly enough, he's going to direct a remake of Suspiria. So <gasps> That's sus- going to be interesting. So Suspiria, I mean, for you. <laughs> yeah, for me, Suspiria is directed by what the original Suspiria was directed by Dario Argento, a very famous Italian uh, horror, oh. movie, a horror director. And uh, yeah, I am I mean, I'm not sure if that's a good idea, but then again, judging judging by his previous work, he knows what he's doing. He
1: probably wants to have another, get another like take on it, like Yeah, have do, do,
0: do uh, start something in the horror genre, maybe as well. So, uh,
1: what's so? Maybe he wants to change it a bit. Maybe he wants to kind of like take the idea and like transform it.
0: We'll just, we'll have to wait and yeah, see until I the movie comes out. I would be very
1: up. surprised if it was like a remake of a, I don't know, let's yeah. see.
0: So, I had had one question. Well, I've got a series of questions to ask you, but one I really wanted to uh, is, why do you think this movie was so well-received?
1: Probably, well, it's a beautiful movie. Yeah. Like, very pretty photography and everything. And it's probably, well, of course, you know, the, the subject is kind of, is touchy and is also... A different take on this subject because mm. you know the, Elio is a teenager, yeah. basically, seventeen years old, so he's kind of like different. Because we had like loads of you know movies like Moonlight and
0: so movies about um, about her, like, uh, coming out and yeah. like
1: discovering yourself and whatever. But it's I think it's, this one is quite different because Festival is kind of like is a it's a lucky teenager because he's his parents are really open about it. Like yeah. they're really supportive, which is usually like he does. It doesn't have to deal with um, with other people's opinion, but it's just about his own feelings, and so it's different. You know, when you when you look at it, it's usually oh my god, what this person is going to think about this or whatever, but it's never just about it. your it, protagonist's own feelings about what is discovering about himself and in this case that's exactly how it is so he's concentrating on his own you know his own journey this disc- you know i know you don't like this word but it's a journey to discover no, himself not. himself and yeah he doesn't have to worry about anybody else because literally anybody else care nobody else cares
0: that's a really good point about this film because when you when you're looking at a lot of other films that explore um, gay relationships so one of them for instance is Brokeback Mountain and a lot of that film is about you know two men that feel that their relationship won't be accepted by anybody else yeah. and this it was
1: also like one of them was also married
0: <laughs> Yeah exactly but uh, this film isn't about that this film is much more about a, a boy that's coming to terms with his sexuality. Yeah. And he, he, you're right, it's set in the 80s, but his family is very accepting of this. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think there's a scene at the end with um, Elio and his father where his his father has, uh, it's been spoken about a lot, is this final mm-hmm. monologue. Um, and it's just, it's incredible. It's beautiful and it's it's moving and it's very truthful as well. And you think, you know, if more people had... Dealt with this sort of thing the way that his his father did, Elio, Elio's father's did. Father, did. there'd be barely any issues with this. Um, yeah, but
1: to be honest, this movie is this movie is about uh, a boy that grew this grow like he is he grew up in a very um, you know nice environment yeah. and in a very well off. I think his his family is quite well off and. You know, it's not the same. Like, Moonlight was rough life. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this one is literally like, it's nice, you know? He's like, you can see that his parents are both very cultivated and uh, open and are kind of, I don't know what his mom does. I didn't really get it. She just
0: speaks loads of languages. <laughs> it's, I it's incredible. If huh? I wonder
1: if she's like a writer or something. Maybe. Um, but, but yeah, it's not quite the same. So.
0: Yeah. It's um it's definitely not quite as um privileged. As, it's a privilege oh, yeah, coming out, yeah. you know. It's not really you can't really put it in the same category as a film like Moonlight or even Blue is the Warmest Color. I know you love that film. Yeah. Um uh, but it's it's definitely more a kind of a almost like a warm hug of a movie in yeah. in, a, in a weird way it's just it's just really nice to watch yeah. this happen. I mean, okay, we can't discuss this movie without talking about the thing that we had the biggest problem with about this film
1: the only and like it's kind of a big problem this is
0: literally the only problem I have with the movie is Army Hammer's casting
1: yeah yes not his performance because I think he was really good but I think the casting was he was miscast
0: yeah uh, and I think it's probably the fact that we both watched it knowing how first of all how old the character is in the book yeah he's 17 well Timothée Chalamet's character is seventeen, but Army Hammer's character 24. is twenty-four in the book. Army um, Army Hammer is a beautiful man, very good-looking, yeah, but he looks he, like a thirty-five. He doesn't old. look twenty-four, and it is it is a bit odd watching the film and thinking, like, would his family really be like? They wouldn't be worried about it being, you know, a gay relationship, more the fact that he's a much older man. The thing is, like, and if he
1: was actually twenty-four, it wouldn't be that much of yeah. difference. Like, five years is not extreme. It's more like looking at Amiyama and like it's just you. I couldn't I just keep on thinking oh my god it looks so much older than him he literally looks like a 15 years old Elio or Shalami looks very young and he just looks like a 36 years old man but I think this is really disturbing
0: no I've talked a lot about this with other people that have you know loved the movie given it you know tens and five stars and they said well it was more for them about the on-screen chemistry between the two and there is great on screen chemistry yeah. which is i think why army hammer was chosen for the role i think he's good for the role but i think it did take me out of the movie a bit yeah. his the the age difference and because he's supposed to be playing a 24 year old but he, do, he just doesn't look 24 and it's, yeah. it's a bit i mean for me it was a bit jarring and also a bit i felt like is this me am I the, am I the problem here? But then you said the same yeah. thing. And so I was like, okay, so it's not just me. Yeah, there probably are the annoying people that- It's yeah. Cause
1: to be honest, the first, like when we finished watching the movie, and I was like, ah, it just like, it just looks too old. And it kind of like makes me not like the movie because it is so, it makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, even though, you know, it's literally just because it looks old mm. and he looks so young; it makes yeah. it makes you uncomfortable. But, but yeah, then, he was a great he was a, he was a great performance. But it's just like I don't know; it's just I can't just get over it, the fact that he looks so old.
0: Hmm. But then, in retrospect, when you're thinking back to the movie, you're thinking about more the on screen chemistry than that. And then I think for me, anyway, that the movie kind of it, it grew my appreciation of the film grew the the oh, more yeah. I thought about it, and the, and the more I thought actually. It, maybe it doesn't matter so much and, and that's why they cast him because they thought yeah, I mean yeah. of course the casting directors um, and the director himself probably realised actually it doesn't matter at the end well, of the day but
1: you see like it still bothers me yeah like I still think I think they had a great chemistry and I think they had both great performances but I still think oh it bothers me he yeah. looks too
0: old yeah I mean it, it does, it does it does a bit and I think it's we've addressed it now and it's kind of like the what? elephant in the room i'm gonna
1: like just get it
0: <laughs> okay go on
1: out like they would never cast a woman that looks out of age no i know? agree with you yeah. and that's annoying because yeah i mean i is a great actor but we have loads of great actors i'm sorry and like they look younger and he looks old he looks 35 because he is he's 32 yeah, is yeah he yeah. looks older than he is then. Yeah.
0: I think um, I think you're probably right and I think his army Hammer's been going down he is starting it's interesting actually looking at the films he's going to be in and the films he's been in he's definitely moving away from the big blockbuster films because he's been trying to, you know, they've been trying to make Army Hammer a thing for years now. It's like, he's, you know, he's obviously a very good looking chap and he's a good actor. He was in The Social Network. He was in The Lone Ranger. He was in The Man From U.N.C.L.E. All these big blockbuster movies. I don't
1: remember him in any of it.
0: Well, I remember, I really liked him in The Man From U.N.C.L.E. I thought he was great in that. But And he was also going to be Batman at one point. But it's like, I think he should be actually but yeah, it would it's,
1: look good in a mask
0: I think yeah. <laughs> but if you're looking at the, the films he's going to be in or that he has been in so he was in Free Fire he was in Nocturnal Animals he was what? in Birth of a Nation what? yeah he, he's, um, he's the he? husband in Nocturnal Animals he's Amy Adams' husband <gasps>
1: oh that yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and and then he's coming up he's in a film called final Portrait uh that actually came out last year he's in uh sorry to bother you he's on the basis of uh, on the basis of sex these are a lot of these films are are independent movies and he's Mm -hmm. definitely going down that route trying to kind of build a portfolio of of good independent solid work um which is important for him for his career and I, i actually i've been looking at his career quite with quite a lot of interest because I think he's obviously got to this point where he's thought actually I need to do something and I think that's probably why he's in this film I think more I think he needed this film um, it's given him it's given him a lot of good buzz um, mm-hmm. people really like him in it and his performance is very good in it yeah he yes. and um but unfortunately for him, he's completely overshadowed by Timothée Chalamet, oh,
1: yeah. who good.
0: is fantastic. Actually, Timothée Chalamet is in two of, apparently, mm. the best films of the year. So, Lady Bird. Uh, and he's in Lady Bird as well, uh, Greta Gerwig's film, um, which has, I haven't seen yet because it hasn't come out in cinemas yet, I think, uh, as of now. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but I've heard nothing but good things about this. And there are people thinking he could have been uh, nominated for both performances. Often happens.
1: I mean, it's pretty good already, you know.
0: Yeah, He's, he's what, he's 21? He's 21. God, yes. he's born in 1995. I know, oh, that makes terrible. me feel so old. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's, uh, he, you yeah, know, his career, I'm, I'm going to look at both his career and Army Hammer's career with a lot of interest in the next few years. So, an interesting question that I think, I think is interesting, one that I ask you every week is how did this film make you feel?
1: Well, Uh, You know, it's like... I mean... uh, I wish I had a positive feeling for this, but I'm going to have to say awkward because Uh, I couldn't stop thinking, oh my my God, it looks so old.
0: It is a shame. I would agree with you slightly on that, but I also...
1: Because I have to say that um, Timothee Chalamet looks really young in that movie as yeah. well. It doesn't look 17-ish. It looks kind of younger. Uh, I don't know.
0: There is a particular scene in the movie that I found rather <laughs> rather disturbing was the peach scene. Oh. Wow. And uh, that, that made me feel slightly awkward. But apart from that, I actually... For me, it was... There, there was that element of awkwardness, yeah. But also, I kind of felt happy through it. Because it's, like it's finally a movie that's, that's showing... A this positive, sort of yeah. th- this sort of relationship in a positive light. M- most movies that you, you watch that talk about gay relationships talk about the hardships of it, and it's like yes, that needs to be said. Yeah, but there's also beauty to it as well, and it's uh, two, two people falling in love. And um, unfortunately, spoilers: the end of the movie has a bit. It kind, of, kind of goes down on a bit of a downer um, because. Yeah, but come on, um, yeah. Uh, um, Army Hammer's character Oliver gets married with a woman. And calls, to um, calls Elio up he and he tells him. He goes back
1: to America, though, anyway. Yeah.
0: Which, of course, at the time, you know, yeah. being a gay man in America in the, in the 80s wasn't the easiest thing. It still isn't now. Mm. Or a gay woman, you know. And it's, it is it is tough, but you know what, who though? knows? Maybe it'll be explored in the sequel. Maybe they'll get back yeah. together.
1: I still think that Blue is the Warmest Color color is the best one
0: of it, them all Yeah, that would definitely be an interesting uh, double bill blue is the warmest color followed by call me by your name or the other way around
1: i don't know it's just like blue is the warmest color is kind of explores everything and they mm-hmm. stay together like it's an actual relationship they stay together for a long time and it's kind of like i think it's the only film of this type that kind of like puts your relationships in the same in the same like explore like, like the, he explains gay relationships in the same way they explain um, heterosexual relationships, which yeah. I think is kind of the way it should be because we're in two thousand eighteen.
0: So uh, I've got to. have to admit, I haven't seen Blue is the Warmest Color. Yeah, I should probably see it. You should probably see it. Yeah, um, and then there's a. Uh, well I think you've, you've spoke, we've spoken about it as well the, the, the other question I ask is uh, what didn't you like about this movie um, I think we've heard what you didn't like about this movie yeah. it's the casting of Army Hammer even though I feel
1: bad <laughs> saying this
0: <laughs> it, it, I, I feel bad too it is it is one of those films that I, I do look at it and you can definitely see like the director is heavily inspired by a lot of French, um, the French directors of the Nouvelle Nouvelle Vague. I don't like to go on about that, but there's a lot of um, kind of breathless, like a bout du souffle in this film. And lots of shots that remind me of of those directors from the 60s and 70s, French directors. But that's, I mean, it's a European film as well. So it probably just has that vibe.
1: Probably really is is also, there's also probably, a big Bertolucci vibe in him. Ah, mm.
0: nice. Italian director. Yeah, Yeah. well,
1: he's Italian, I remember. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Yeah. the casting was the only thing that kind of, bummer.
0: Would you you like to see a sequel to this film? Is that something you really want?
1: I don't think it needs a sequel. I, I don't think
0: it needs a sequel either. I have to admit, just seeing that, I thought, well, that's a bit odd. But one... One thing I do love about this film, and people have, quite, have said it as well about it, is the, um, the title sequence I really like. So the at the beginning of the film, you've got just lots of shots of uh, sculptures. Mm. And um, also the font, I think, is incredible. <laughs> uh, I really love the font. You and know that,
1: what's the story about the font? Yeah. Yeah. I
0: do know the story. It's just he, the director just saw it, didn't he? In, in a, in a, in a he shop like in, in Italy, yeah, in, wasn't in it? In Milan, I think. Yeah.
1: And he was like, oh my God, I need this font in my movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: it's, it's a lovely font. It's a really beautiful font. Um, but there's also, I really, really liked, actually, even though it was a bit of a downer, I really liked the end of the film because it, f- it made it feel a bit more real, real. and it, 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 it p- brought it back into mm-hmm. into reality, which is, is unfortunately these sorts of relationships aren't widely accepted.
1: I think the last shot, the really last shot of yeah. the movie is the best shot of the film, with, with just Timothee Chalamet, And I think that's what got, like, what got him the nomination. Because yeah. it's an incredible shot. It's really long, really focused on it. You, they didn't cut that. No, I'm sure they didn't cut that.
0: So that's like the that's the they're the credits basically as yeah. well. So it's at the end, it's just a shot of his face in front of the fire, just crying, yeah. and it's like for him to do that for so long, and, and just they just hold it in frame, and then you've got just the font again and, and all the and it's just a beautiful way to end Who's the sh- end man? the movie. I think good uh, actor. He is a very good actor and also I think um I'm not going to say his name the director because I get it I butcher it every time I try and say it. You're Go gonna, on.
1: No, you're going to need to try. it.
0: So uh, spell it out for me. No. Gua- Guadaniño. Nino. Guadaniño. Guadaniño. Oh
1: Guadaniño. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just going to be you're making me
1: Spanish. I
0: know. Oh Guadaniño. Yeah. Guadaniño. Luca Guadaniño. Yeah kind of uh, okay I well I tried I, I, if it was French I could do it but not, not Italian
1: yeah well useless to say that because it's not
0: and and if you wanted to give this film a rating I know that's uh, not always something like you like doing no,
1: I actually don't really don't like the rating because also I always end up giving seven to everything yeah uh, and I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give an eight to this one
0: I'm gonna give it seven and a half peaches <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good rating. Seven and a half peaches. <laughs> that's a good rate. If you've seen the movie, you'll understand. <laughs>
1: I'm going to give it eight peaches.
0: Eight peaches? So it's <laughs> a half a peach more than me.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And also, interest, well, because it's the Oscars, I thought it would be interesting if um, <laughs> I'll just go over some of the categories Mm-mm. and ask you, who would you give the Oscar to? Oh, come okay. on. So let's go, for the, uh, let's go for Best Picture first. That's the big one. Yeah, so but
1: I, I, I don't feel like I can do that. Just, just
0: tell me out of those films. That you don't have I to have say seen. if you haven't seen them. All. Yeah, well,
1: so what are like? But tell I'm me out of like, the films you
0: have seen, okay. which one you would give it to. So Best Picture... And the nominees are (laughs) so Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, (gasps) The Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri.
1: I just have to say that I'm tired of Winston Churchill. (laughs) You know, I can't see his face anymore. It's literally everywhere, and yeah. it's me Insane, and so definitely not them. Okay. So, so Darkest Hour is out of the no. question. Okay. Um, you know what? I don't think I can do it because I haven't seen Lady Bird, and apparently it's like life-changing. So.
0: so out of those, I'll tell you which ones I have seen. So I've seen Call Me By Your Name, Dunkirk, Get Out, The Post, and that's it, I think. So out of those ones I've seen, I would give it to Get Out. Hmm but it's, I know it's not an Oscar winning movie because it's not the kind of film they go for. So you know what though? Uh, I would like, I would also like to see Dunkirk get it. Cause I think that's a really well-made movie. And one that I think in a, as cinema goes, is pure cinema, that mm. film. It's like, there's barely any, any dialogue in that film. And it's just all about camera shots and how it's made. Mm. And, but I think I, I think it'll go to the shape of water. I Wait, think did
1: you, you didn't see that, though.
0: I know I didn't see that, but that's, that's going to happen. It's going to be uh, Guillermo del Toro's year, I mean, and he not? will win. He will win. I think. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that that will. I, I think if the I think Lady Bird stands a bit of a chance. I don't want to. D- I've seen the post. I liked the post a lot, but I don't want that to win. Uh, I, I'm a lot like you. I don't think the dar- Darkest Hour will win. I don't think Phantom Fred will win. And I, I don't think Call Me by Your Name will win
1: you know what though I loved Get Out Get Out was my first of the year my number one yeah but for an Oscar I think that's that the picture like the photography in a film is really important and the yeah. shots in Call Me By Your Name were probably a lot better yeah like yeah. the the movie the, the film was beautiful and the story is powerful
0: mm.
1: so maybe
0: well in any sense, Get Out is Small Screen's best film of the year, so. Yeah,
1: Get Out was awesome. Um, it was really enjoyable
0: as well. Yeah, it was. And then best actor, so you've got Timote Chalamet in Call Me By Your Name, Daniel Day-Lewis in Phantom Threads, uh, Daniel Qualuya Kualou- in Get Out, Gary Oldman in Darkest Hour, oh. and Denzel Washington in Roman J Israel Esquire.
1: I want Timote to win.
0: He won't win. He won't win, he won't but win. I want him to win. So that, that one I think is a dead sir. I think it'll go to Gary Oldman. To who? Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill. Uh, I just, he's, won, he's won every other award. And um, I'm pretty sure that that will go to him. Uh, if it was me, I'd give it to, I would give it to Timothy Shalomir. I think he's the best actor. Uh, like his well, performance was the best. I
1: haven't watched Dark Tower. And I mean, we will watch it because we yeah. have to, but it's just like, just the idea of watching Churchill again, is making me like, can't deal with him anymore. But I think he's so, like, he's so young, Timothee Chalamet, yeah, and he's so yeah. good.
0: Yeah, I think he would be the youngest winner.
1: I think so, yeah. Think
0: I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure on that.
1: I'm pretty sure, I, I'm not sure now, but... I'm pretty,
0: I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty, sure, pretty sure he would, he would be. Would, yeah. uh, and then there's best actress. So we have Sally Hawkins in The Shape of Water, Frances McDormand in Three Billboards, uh, Margot Robbie in I, Tonya, uh, Sosha Ronan in Ladybird and Meryl Streep in The Post. So I can tell you now that Meryl Streep will not win.
1: Oh, there would be a she shocker. Won't.
0: I mean, it's a f- her performance is great, like, but it's a Meryl Streep performance and it's like... It's great all the time. It, it, she's always great. I think it's uh, a two-horse race between Frances McDormand and Saoirse Ronan.
1: I would like her to win.
0: Saoirse Ronan. Yeah. I would like Saoirse Ronan to win, but again, I haven't seen Lady Bird, so I can't say. Um,
1: but I like her uh, in general, so I'm pretty sure yeah. she's. Got I just think
0: it, I think again, it's Frances McDormand's been winning everything, so I'm pretty sure she will end up oh. winning that one.
1: It's just so it's starting to get so boring because yeah. every single, you know, um, award show, has it's always the same it's like, always over the same and over yeah. and over again it's like what, yeah. why do we even why do we even why? bother doing
0: basically the, the oscars all these awards are just a, a lovely chance for them to all get together get a bit drunk and drunk. pat each other on the back yeah. and go oh look at what we did look how great we are but you know people watch it people like it um and then i think the last one we'll go over is best director Mm. Um, so we've got uh, Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig for Ladybird, Paul Thomas Anderson for, th- for Phantom Thread, and Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. Mm. So again, I think this will go to Guillermo del Toro.
1: Okay, well, I would like probably Christopher Nolan to win, because yeah. I think the direction, like, all about Dunkirk, all about that it was him. Yeah. Like, he was the... Yeah.
0: I would like to see Christopher Nolan win as well because direction-wise, that's mm-hmm. the most directed movie. Yeah. Like not, uh, that's a, I'm, that's a bit harsh to say. I think it's the one that re, that really it kind like, of has
1: it, him. You know, he has him like you see the the film and you're like, yeah. okay, that's him. Um, you know, it's
0: a big movie and it's well done. And these t- these types of war films aren't always done the way Dunkirk was done. And, um, yeah, it
1: was really different. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think.
1: I would it, also see, like to see Greta
0: I would like Gwynn, to see Greta go just,
1: But most but we, Because again We didn't see the film So we can't really judge But it will be a really You know Yeah I mean Important one moment it, an, it, Let's remember That the last one The last woman And I think the only woman That won ever An Oscar for direct, direct, Direction Is Barbara Streisand In the 60s
0: No Yes it is Is she? Yeah. Didn't um
1: was it a shit? Was it wasn't all this about? Her Didn't Catherine Bigelow win? When?
0: Didn't she win for um <coughs> Oh damn, I'm pretty sure she did.
1: Let's Google it. I'll <laughs> be uh,
0: This this is like fun, isn't it? Googling <laughs> live on the show. Well yeah um, I'm pretty there? sure she did. For the Hurt Locker. Did she win Best did it win Best Film? I don't know I can't remember because I remember that was the year okay yeah it won no it won best achievement in directing really? so yeah so, so Catherine Bigelow won oh, so
1: was, was it the Golden Globe then? what was it? I
0: don't know but um, I know that that year it was Catherine Bigelow uh, the Hurt Locker against James Cameron's avatar and they used to be married so it was like a, a big thing <gasps> big thing and, oh my God. Uh, also, I'm glad uh, she yeah, won <laughs> she ended up winning both both um, both best picture and best achievement in directing over Avatar which was a pretty big deal and she also was nominated for Zero Dark Thirty but that was only in best motion picture of the year
1: what's the whole story about Barbara Streisand though what am I thinking about I don't know
0: I I don't really go back that far (laughs) 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 unfortunately with my Oscar knowledge Um, but yeah so that that's what we think will win Um, we'd like to I mean Know what you might think will win, and what you thought of *Call Me By Your Name*, and you know which films you were your favourites of the year. You can do that by emailing us at hellosmallscreen@gmail.com. You can uh, follow uh, the or well, smallscreen at uh, smallscreengb both on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, we'd love it if you do, if you did that. There's also the blog you can go and have a look at, which is small-screen.co.uk. Uh, you can also follow Alessia. Yeah. On Twitter.
1: I mean, it's going to be very boring to be So, honest. what's your Twitter handle? <laughs> uh, I think it's just Alessia Amaniz.
0: How do you spell your last name? Oh, come on. Come on, so that people can follow you.
1: No, people don't follow me because oh, I'm don't so okay. boring. She
0: like, doesn't want to become too famous too yes,
1: that's, <laughs> it, that's it. I also tweet like once a month, so it's probably not going to be very interesting, is it?
0: And, uh, well, that's, I think I'll about do it for this week. Um Hopefully.
1: I'm, I'm still on Barbara Streisand here because it's... Okay, stopped. do you want to check that before yeah, the I end? Yeah, I am checking this. <laughs> um,
0: we we'll had to put some music in here, like <laughs> some kind of... <laughs>
1: um Where is...
0: Barbra Streisand.
1: Seriously, this is like. Joking. Was she
0: ever nominated? <coughs> Awards An Oscar winner. Okay, music. But, also, but wha- she
1: did way too many things. For but for I don't. D-
0: did she direct? Was she yeah, nominated sp- for directing? I think that, yes. I didn't know so that. So we second. And which film would this have been? The
1: statue, oh. the well, let me see. Because <laughs> you know, best director, motion picture. Goal- she- no, it was the Golden Globes. Okay. It was the Golden right. Globes.
0: So she wasn't nominated for an Oscar. No. Actually, one thing I will end on is the fact that this year, right, the Boss Baby, is a nomina- oh. is a nominated yeah, os- is an Oscar oh, nominated yeah. movie.
1: Actually, that category is terrible. It's well, a disgrace.
0: yeah, but apparent- I, I did originally think, oh, what about um, uh, you know, My Life as a Courgette and the Red Turtle? Apparently, they were nominated last year. Okay. So, so, But there were other films yeah, that could have been nominated on, over. I mean, Boss even baby? there was Captain Underpants as well could have been nominated, which I thought was quite fun. But yeah, The Boss Baby is now a nominated uh, Oscar movie, which is, uh, that's a I'm thing. I'm going to
1: make, <laughs> a, you know, an animation movie. But to be
0: honest, that's the only snub I can really think of that was like...
1: I mean, I guess it was funny, but I actually do it, not, it's not it an didn't os- think it's it was that funny either. Yeah, but we
0: all know that Coco is going to win that, that, you know. Everyone knows that Coco will win. Everyone know,
1: know, everybody knows
0: yeah it's Pixar and it's one oh, of the it's, it's if everybody a decent knows. Pixar movie you know they, they love it anyway I think we'll end That's on sad. that note yeah, yeah. That, on that sad, sad note <laughs> on, on the boss baby yeah. um, hope, we'll be back in a couple of weeks we're off next week uh, and we'll be talking about movies again I yeah. don't know what it'll be but it'll be a movie that uh,
1: I know
0: you know which movie
1: isn't it gonna be Aeternia
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah possibly possibly who knows yeah, who knows We don't. Mystery. (laughs) Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. Around me, A white noise, what an awful sound
1: on your phone you know
0: we're recording now oh sorry <laughs> you ready?
1: huh yes you ready? i am i can am cut already. all this out
0: afterwards it's fine mm. is everything good yeah i'm good?
1: waiting for you okay
0: hello and welcome back to small screens radio <laughs> that i did it wrong again <laughs> Small Screens Film Club. Okay, I'll start that again.